from those conversations, from that negotiation, from that place. So when you're thinking consent maybe is not sexy, consent is the most sexiest thing on this planet mm -hmm. because that is what creates the play space for everybody to have a good time. Welcome to My Orgasmic Life podcast, a show that where we talk about sex, love, relationships, and kink. And of course, my favorite part, I share with you my very graphic, very juicy, and always entertaining orgasmic life. I'm Guy Morissette, your hostess, and your holistic sexual wellness specialist, your trauma healer, your BDSM expert. And of course, your pro dominatrix. Mm. <laughs> the show was inspired to inspire you to support your orgasmic living. Remember, always check the content warning before you listen and make sure you're listening where no one else can hear it because you never, ever know what I'm going to say because I always come with an explicit graphic content warning. <laughs> now, strap in and enjoy the show. So I hope you listened to the, our, in our intro and we talked about uh, checking out the content warning because we have another confessions of a pro dominatrix. And I have one of my favorite partners in crime in our oh. consensual world domination plan, Mistress Cherry. So I'm so excited. So we are going to talk today about consent and consensual non-consent. And that's the good, that's our topic for today. And we're going to get into some juicy conversations. And remember, I always come with content warning. Now it's times two because there's me and, and Jerry. <laughs> so welcome, Mistress Cherry, to the show again. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Episode two. This is like, woo, we're on fire. Love it. I love it. Yeah. I love, I, I love confessing to you. Oh, I know, right? Goddess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. Make me tell all my, you know, deep, dark secrets. You bring it out in me. But I'm excited to talk to you about consensual, non-consensual, CNC, and rack because it's so important, right? It, yes, we, we, yes. We, so, we laugh, we have a lot of fun, but it's so important. So the reason that we want to really drop, we're going to drop really deeply into this today is so that um, every episode after this, where you and I are having a conversation, we can just refer to, remember to watch episode, whatever the number this episode is going to be. So that you, because when we get into our sadist side, both of us, we start sounding very, very wicked. That was your word this morning. And... <laughs> <laughs> but it's really important to understand that anything that we do with our clients with our submissives is coming from a place of consent we've had conversations and i i want to talk about my process and then i want you to talk about your process of how is it that you set up consent so that when you're in a scene you can do consensual non-consent. So, do 
you want want me to go first? Or you want to go first? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So I have a very extensive process of vetting and conversations and setting up the stage. And so I have a hard limits list that I believe is like eight pages long. It's like every kink activity and BDSM activity that you can think of. And I have my potential play partners, subs, and clients fill this out. And it's basically your whole life story, everything you would have thought you wanted to do, things you didn't even know exist. And so then we go through it with one, one by one by one. And that process can take up to three hours of a conversation about each one of those activities. And not just the activity of whether or not it's a hard limit, whether it's an arousal, can it be used as a, as a, so I'm going to use some language here. So hard limit being like absolutely never going to happen. Soft limit being like, ah, uh, it's not really my thing, but you can use it to course correct or do some punishment. And then there's arousal levels in which they're, um, it's like, I absolutely need that to happen. And then there's just we need to have a conversation and negotiate this before we are going to explore this. And each one of those activities has different degrees to it. So for example, let's just take bondage. Well, light bondage could mean a lot of things. So I would then have a conversation with the person talking about, well, what kind of light bondage? What about the bondage creates arousal response? What kind of things are your, you know, what level is yes and what level is no? And so we go into this, like I said, it can be up to three hours. Then I have my lovely little file <laughs> of all the things that my client and my submissive want and desire and things that are safe and not safe. And, and I find out if they have any physical trauma and emotional trauma and psychological trauma and like we go into this. So by the time this session is done, I know the person inside and out and we've negotiated every potential possibility. So then when I actually play with my submissives or my clients, I already know what can and cannot happen. And if there's something that is kind of on the mm, question mark then I, that I wanted to explore with my submissive, then I would have a conversation because we'd already established that. So that's my process so that when I go into a scene and if I slap my client across the face, and I call them a nasty name, I know they're okay with that. Like we've already established that that's okay. Even the language that I use is okay, that it's not going to trigger them. It's not gonna traumatize them. So that's the level of consent that I negotiate beforehand, like in the very beginning. And then we can do consensual non-consent because I've already gotten what that looks like. And then every six months, I'll re will revisit that hard limits list because as people sexually develop, that changes for them. So sometimes those things that were like a zero or hard limit, they're like, oh, well, maybe it could be a soft limit or, oh, actually now I really crave that and fantasize about that. So we reevaluate every six months to a year. 
So that's yeah. me. What about you? Mr. I love that. So you bring up a good point when we, when we share our stories and as I uh, meet different submissives and clients um, is that we're people need to realize as, um, as dominatrix is we're very like different, right? We bring different things to the table. So your, your process is yeah, fabulous. I will say I love, love that. So yes, my process is um, definitely of a different variant. So what I do is a consensual, non-consensual, and I also make sure they're aware when we're talking, risk awareness, consensual kink, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So is, is what I do is they send me a text or an email, uh, they see my site or whatever, and they reach, they reach out to me. And then I just make sure that they have reviewed my site. So it's very clear of my own hard limits as well well and so then we set up if I feel we are a match and they're not just asking for something above and beyond like they know realize that I'm not a full service dom that I stay dressed at all times same same page and then we set up a half hour phone conversation and then I record everything on my handy dandy iPad over here and we have the conversation just like just like um a mistress said about your hard limits and your soft limits and I call them the goes like the things that they definitely want over the knee spanking and the reason i just brought up risk awareness consensual kink is that they say no marks for example there's a chance if you're doing spanking with a paddle or your hand they've agreed to that there you might you might have that chance not lasting usually but that's what we do we have that half hour um conversation on the phone and any questions and I write down any of their things that they just don't want. And there again, I really reconfirm what I am not going to do so that you don't have any of those awkward moments. And then on their first session, it's always going to be a minimum of a two hour time with me. And what we do for that first half hour is that we sit and have the same conversation face to face right mm -hmm. yeah do i do video chat sometimes yes but we really have that before anything happens not sitting on the floor not naked not you know not at a level just as you and i are talking to right now so chair to chair in my dungeon because uh, my space can be overwhelming because there's equipment and toys and especially for the new person right the newbie that has never done this on a professional basis or with someone that has all of the the tools and things <laughs> the wickedness <laughs> we talked about right uh, and then we sit and talk and I you know I have this whole process I you know you know, come in stay dressed and I let them take in the dungeon right I'm not I'm not in it today but next time I uh, they let them take it in they want to walk around look at the uh, the equipment and then they sit down face to face give them some give them some water Calm. They're usually they're usually nervous, right? Usually yes, yes, very, very nervous. Right, very, very, very nervous. nervous. So this is for a brand new person I'm talking to, right? So can and of course I've done, you know, we have exchanged emails and numbers and we've connected and reconfirmed. So then we talk and we just we really go over the hard limits and the soft limits and make sure before we go forward. And you're right, it's some of those things that yeah, I want lighter rope today. I don't want inescapable bondage today, for example, or I don't want that big strap on. I, you know, so then they'll go into my file and then we review at the end as well. So it's a talk before and a talk after. And that process happens, even the talk before and after, even with clients I've been seeing for years. So just, I guess the read, what you said, the every six months. So yes, I do that. But mm -hmm. we also can reassess. If I haven't seen someone, say, for a couple months, we'll have another phone conversation and just kind of um, repeat, repeat, dominate, repeat. <laughs> 
So it's so like that. that. Repeat, Dominique, click data. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's just, but yeah, and you, you have to keep, you do have people don't realize that there is a lot of like, you know, recording. Did you, ha you have to, how can we possibly remember? Okay, like no marks for this person. Definitely trophy, I call them trophy marks for that person. Oh my, you have to keep track. Yes, right you do and, right you, do. you really really do so yes so i hope that was clear and oh that was beautiful and 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 that's the I, I love this is the whole point of you know confessions from a pro dominatrix is that i want everybody to see that each of us is different how each one of us dominate what excites us our process is different and so you really want for you know the listeners right now that you really want to do your research and your due diligence to find the right dom that fits for you in their in your style and and it's really important uh piece around i just want to take a moment i'm going to go sidetrack for a second is that just because you're turned on and you've been fantasizing and probably whacking off thinking about this fantasy of being dominated and tied up and trampled and kicked and CBT and like all the things that doesn't mean that you just let anybody do that to you and that it's really important that so just something that you were saying that when you were first talking with somebody that you're they're not on the floor meaning they're not in the submissive space they're 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 showing up as your equal so that you can have this true negotiation this true conversation which is the only way you can give consent you cannot give true consent if you are in your submissive space if you're in that submissive space you're going to say yes 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 because you're super fucking horny and you want to please the dominant so anything the dominant says you're going to be like yes absolutely yes but the problem is is that then that means that you don't are not actually capable of giving consent at all because you're you're in an aroused state it's the being in an aroused state turns your brain off basically makes you stupid just like <laughs> being drunk makes you stupid being high makes you stupid you cannot give consent from those places so it's i think it's really important that when you as the audience who may be looking to hire a dominatrix or a dom or even in lifestyle that you make sure that when you're having the conversation whether it's negotiation before a scene which is the scene being the what ends up happening the the activity um or setting the stage for future scenes where consensual non-consent can happen meaning i the person doesn't have to continually check in with you about activities because you've already given a blanket uh converse uh what that consent can look like you must be able to give that which means not horny not stoned and not drunk <laughs> right 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 you bring up two great points with all that all that wickedness you just said <laughs> is uh, don't get me wrong 
viewers, if someone wants to start a session, you know, right away, we still have that conversation outside the dungeon, then they can, you know, get down to their panties or, or nakedness and be, you know, be below my feet if I'm sitting on my goddess chair and be collar and cup, but it, it can be that, that transition. People I've been seeing forever, yeah, they might want to start right away, but they still really, you really have to have that touch base where they are. And the second great point you brought in and is that I, and you probably get asked this, I do get asked a lot, do I party and play? And what that means, what you just said, can I come high? Can we have wine together? No, no, you're not. It's like you said, you're stupid. <laughs> you're stupid, right? <laughs> yes, right, right. You don't, you don't want me on a couple of glasses of wine tying you up. Whee! I would never, ever do that. Even when I go out to events, as you know, I like going to events. Yeah, you know, socially, but you're very of sound mind. And people would ask to come high and people say, well, mistress, it's legal. Oh, okay, great. That's great. But in here, you do not, you do not, you do not come high because like for all the reasons that you said, mistress, that you just cannot be of sound, of sound mind right yeah and then that i mean and i think we we could do a whole other com i think we should do a whole other episode on being under the influence and playing and the 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 worries and the concerns and the the dangers that can happen because i've seen some pretty dangerous shit go down when people are under the influence so i'd really like to dedicate a whole episode into the importance of that whole mm -hmm you know, intoxication and play in the realm of kink, because uh, I think that's really important conversation to have. So I agree. Let's, so let's talk about rack. Let's talk about rack. Okay, let's talk about it. Risk Go. aware. Oh, well, risk. <laughs> Risk awareness, consensual kink, and and like it could be it's a whole whole topic, right? So that it's like anything, right? If you it's like anything that you do, you go skiing, you, there's a chance of something happening. So same with with us, you know, with us individually in our in our sessions, things can happen, right? So someone says absolutely no marks, but I want to feel the impact of a of that beautiful paddle you have mistress that we talked about during our chat right so there is a chance if that person is saying you know you're doing the, the you know how the number one five being the hardest i want to find that is a chance that it, that that client submissive needs to be aware that it could leave a mark right everyone marks differently you mark differently i mark differently skin's different it's uh you know how tired you are how tired you're not right and um, and just being aware. With that being said, always be well rested. But <laughs> but yes, is really being aware that things could you know could happen when you do. I do a lot of bondage. Yes, I always have safety shears and that ready. But if you're not hydrated enough, which I try to make sure that yes, some things could happen. And I think also with um, what comes in with risk awareness, consensual consensual kink, is if someone is woozy or not feeling well that I call the scene. If someone, I have had it a few times, um, if someone's just not feeling well because they didn't follow my directions or weren't able to eat because they were nervous, excited, that if someone is feeling woozy or yes, 
will feel pass out or just not themselves, then I will, I will call the scene. Some people say, no, 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 I'm fine. And you want to be that trooper, that submissive trooper. Oh, I'm fine, mistress. Tie me back up. So I call it. So, so that kind of, I think that's important to know with the risk awareness consensual kink that I'm also, I'm also aware that I, I'm in, you know, in control of it. And the most, because the most important thing to me when I'm doming a submissive, right, or a client or, or my personal subby is safety, right? That yeah. is this whole thing. And we could talk, right, is that whole safety. I talk about the safety share. So that's it. I'm sure you can expand um, on the risk, the rack, right? But that's, it's just people being aware that things can happen because we're dealing with ropes and whips and, and change and subspace, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And then the other part of that too, is that different kink activities have a different levels of risk. So, you know, you have more edgy play like breath play or certain kinds of your, if you're doing needle play or blood play or knife play or fear play, or, you know, you're doing a scenario of like, you know, kidnapping somebody and throwing mm -hmm. them into the trunk of your car. Like yeah. there is high levels of risk and you want to be aware of what the risks are and make sure that you can consent in that in that fully completely so i think that's really another really important piece is that again as the the horny submissive who's super been whacking off and thinking about all the things that you you know you found some porn and you're like oh i totally want to have that happen that it's important because i get a lot of requests for things that are actually not safe at all and that i will not participate in because there is no way of having that act so that it is safe and that I'm not going to end up in the hospital or somebody potentially ending up injured in a long-term situation or potentially dead or an infection or that I have to fill out a lot of paperwork. So there's certain activities that are high risk that I won't participate in. Um, and it's really important that this is another piece when you're looking for a dom, are they aware of that? So you may be horny, and excited and you watched it in a porn and also really it's important when you're watching porn porn is not real so if there's certain things that you're like oh that looks <laughs> i love your cat right now <laughs> the cross, that's awesome <laughs> he's like world domination i'm getting to the top <laughs> i know i want to be and he's, i knew he was going to do that today he's doing that. <laughs> did you love that did you love that viewers? Woo, da, da, da. Yeah, so the, so uh, for everybody who's listening, uh, Mistress Cherry has her senior cross behind her and her cat climbed to the very top of it. <laughs> Might want to rewind, see that, rewind. Yeah, so. Um, so what was I saying now? Oh, yes, so it's really important that you, whoever you're hiring or spending time with, that they are willing to sit you down and say, okay, are you aware of the risk in this? Here are the things that could potentially happen, even with 
practicing it safely, like you talked about, marks is one of them, right? Uh, doing mummification. Here's another great one. Doing mummification. Um, you know, it can put your body into shock, and who knows after you come out of it how your body's going to respond, right? Like, are you aware? Is the person aware? Do they have the things that they need to have to bring you back? And do you got all the stuff? That you need to have and so that is the important part of this you know rack right is the risk awareness piece everything has a risk that we do there's nothing without risk you just need to know what it is so that you can give consent so that means you need to be not horny and you need to be sober so that you can actually give consent mm -hmm. and not in submissive space so you just say yes right the last thing I want to share around that is that I also it in the kink world, you'll also hear safe, sane and consensual is also another version of the, the rack, right? Risk awareness, yes. consensual kink. So safe, sane and consensual is that whole idea that you're safe. All the things that we just talked about, the risks, the safety, you know, sane, meaning you're sober. You can make decisions, meaning that you're equals, you're not in subspace, you're not submissive, you're not in that headspace, so that you can actually say yes to give the consent. Right, exactly. Do you exactly. want to add any pieces to that? Yeah, just a little bit from what you said before, like the scenarios you brought up, people watching porn. So if someone sends me porn, which I actually say, you know, if you send me porn, I really don't want to see it because then you just want me to do that porn. It's, it's about that. So, so I've done kidnapping scenes and, you know, the consensual rape scene with strap on and so on. Right. But yes, it's not going to be that porn because that porn really isn't real. No. Right. So if, but we can make it hot and, you know, but it's the, those are scenes I want to bring up with the, with the safe and sane and consensual too, is that those are big conversations. I have done those scenes, right? I don't throw someone into a van because I don't have a van, but I it's like, if anything's going to happen, it's going to happen here where I feel safe. Yeah. Right. In, in my environment. Right. If we go outside of that, we, we, if we go out to an event or, or out, outdoor activity, then we've known each other for years. Like that's not something you can just do with someone you've just met. Right. So yeah. it's to make sure that we're both safe, sane and consensual. And I also, you bring up another good point is that not everyone matches. Right. So if someone comes, I will, I have said, I just don't feel that, that, you know, we are a match. I cannot that fill your needs. So when you're looking for a dominatrix and they say that, don't feel offended. They just have your best interest. Yes, right? that's actually really good. If they say we're not a good fit, it means that they're really paying attention. Mm -hmm. They really care about your best interest at heart. And it's not about the money. It's about making sure that it is going to be a good fit and you want mm -hmm. it to be a good fit. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yes, I love yes. that whole, don't be offended. It's actually yes. much better for somebody yeah. to say, no, that's not my thing um, mm -hmm. than it is for them to say yes. And then you end up in a situation that's not uh, healthy and happy and everybody's not good with it because right. their thing. You're right. You bring up breath play. I don't do breath play with the choking and the breath and the bag. I do one, like I don't ever do the bag ever, right? Ever, ever, ever. But I just do, you know, over my gloved hand or my, you know, like it's not the extreme breath play. It's not because I'm not capable of doing that. It's because I don't feel it is safe. 
because you right right yeah and I, yeah and also with the with the safe and sane I also and you probably do too I ask everyone any you know physical or medical issues too right oh uh, yes and I ask even there and I go into their history for me it's really important because I do a lot of stuff with psychological mind fucking mm-hmm. which is right. kind of my jam right it's like right 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 that's that's the thing I really love doing and so in order for me to navigate you know fucking with my clients brains I need to know does their trauma is their triggers is their mm-hmm. path and and this is really important is that is their past physical, emotional, sexual trauma. Because if there is, I need to know what that is so that I can navigate around those places in the scene. I need to know what it looks like if somebody gets triggered that because being triggered can look very similar if you dissociate can look very similar to going to subspace, which is going to be our next episode. We're going to talk Mm -hmm. about subspace. So it's very, very important for me is that back history and, yes. and, and that, that creates that feeling of safety and security for me that I can navigate the scene and the situation where there is no harm because that for me on my own personal level is that that's my motive, my, my uh, mode of operation basically is I do no harm, no harm to myself, no harm to others. Um, and when I say harm, I don't mean like slapping somebody across the face or, you know, you know, kicking them in the balls uh, that it was all consensual, but no long-term damage. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's important. Right. 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 No long-term right. injuries, no long-term harm, no long-term damage emotionally, psychologically, and physically for me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and me as well. Absolutely. And when I tell people when they want that, you bring up the psych, I like to do mind fuck as well. <laughs> so is when you get in, you know, I, I incorporate in part of my scene or session is I tell them, okay, because I'm all like in front of them, I'm all nice. And I'm, you know, I've told you this many times, mistress, that I'm, you know, professional to a fault. And then when they come out of the washroom naked, okay, get on your fucking knees. Like, oh my God, it works. Right. So anything I call them or say or do, we've talked about it, right? Yeah. So the right, we've talked, it's consensual. I'm going to call you names. It comes from a good place. It's not because I'm mad at you or don't like you. It comes from that, from that heart place of, to get you into that subspace. Like you said, we're going to talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. And yeah. I think, and again, it's that room. I, I just want to remind the audience that as you can see, we're talking about how important safety, consent conversation, negotiation, these things are crucial for us in order for us to hold the space to allow our submissives to be feel safe to surrender. And so these are all the steps that we put into place. These are all the moving pieces that are going on. And we, while I, I can only speak for myself, but I'm pretty, the, you know, the reason that I'm hanging out with Mistress Cherry is because she navigates the same way which is that the whole time I'm doming in a scene, I have this mental notes of, I know this client. I know what arouses them. I know what you know doesn't arouse them. I know what they're okay with, what they're not okay with. I know what their trauma is. I know what, like, I know what I'm doing because we spent the time getting to know each other. And 
that is what makes the scene so when you're actually in the scene so hot is that I got you you the the submissive can surrender because I got you but I got you because I got all of that information and I created that safe space for you and that only happens from those conversations from that negotiation from that place so when you're thinking consent maybe is not sexy consent is the most sexiest thing on this planet because that is what creates the play space for everybody to have a good time and nobody to get injured or hurt or traumatized. I agree. Gave me goosebumps because that's my, what I say to my clients. I gotcha. We're yeah. good. And you may, you know, it's, it's as well is it, it makes it sexy. People think, oh, all this, some people, you know, just very, very few. Oh, are you, are you knocking the edge of it? No, you're creating more of an edge. You're creating more sexiness, more hotness, more turned on. If I know exactly what to do with a, a certain client, then yeah, we can just go with it. And imagine if you're bringing in another dom to work with you, then you're going, doing all this. You know, I just had a double dom scene last weekend. So you're, you're doing all of this so that I can, you know, I know the client a lot more than she does because I've had years of with this person, but yeah, you can, you can make it more sexy. You can make it hot, right? You can, you know, she knows you fill them in as much as you can, but you are there for them. You got them. You got right? them. You got them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. So I would like to do in our, because of course we're going to do an extended version where <laughs> uh, we're going to, you know, talk about, I think we should talk about our own personal experiences. Let's just, let's share our own personal okay. stories around uh, consent, um, consensual non-consent, whether that's uh, in our own sex lives with our own submissives whether it's uh, us surrendering and being uh, on the bottom <laughs> um, of a scene. Um, so that's what we're going to do in our extended version. <laughs> right, right. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, yes. So how can people, before we go into our extended version, how can people spend, like today, a lot of times we talk and we gossip about our clients. Um, but today was, I thought it was very important that we really just did more education about how we show up so that people could have an opportunity to get to know us better. And, and when we are doing our evil, maniacal laughter, and you're talking about horse whipping, and I'm talking about <laughs> kicking people in the balls, and I'm like, ah, 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 that you know that. So what you're saying, mistress, is watch this episode too, then go back to one. <laughs> yeah. Come watch, exactly. Come watch this episode and listen to this episode and then re-watch the first uh, pro-dominatrix. <laughs> pro and then you'll be like, oh, you'll find the funny. You'll, you'll find the humor. You won't be so scared as she probably might have been because you'll Don't be like, be oh, scared. oh these women are so <laughs> nice and they care so much about people that they do all this stuff to make sure everybody's safe. So it's all good. Right? Safe, safe and happy and satisfied. Right. Safe, happy and satisfied. And um, so, yes. So how can people spend more time with you? And the links for Mistress Cherry's 
links and her social media and her uh, website, all those things will be in the show notes. So it's easy for you to have access to. But if you don't happen to, you've been listening and you don't happen to have access to the show notes for whatever reason, how can they get a hold of you? What's the best way? Okay. The best way you can look on my site, everything's there, but I'll give you um, the lowdown www.mistresscherry.net. You can send me an email cherry at mistresscherry.net um on social so on instagram and facebook i'm cherry leather chaps and miss cherry leather chaps which i'll put it in the show notes as well because it's a, a long name for fat life but you can find me there on fat life as well so i hope yeah i hope that helps beautiful um for me you can find me at empressgaia.com that's uh you know all the things that are kink related that's where the you want to start and it'll take you to all the places and all the courses and the programs and the education and the how to work with me one-on-one and train with me and all the things um and then when i'm not in empress mistress gaia headspace and you know you can find me at gaiamorissette.com which is the hub for healing and, and education and sexual wellness and all the other things and all the many other outfits that I wear um, out in the world. So I'm excited to uh, see you and help to support you being the best version of yourself. And uh, make sure you join Patreon so that you can get the extended version. <laughs> Wow. We're, we're going to talk. We're going to get all like really kinky and naughty and dirty. So right. if you want that, join Patreon, which is also in the show notes. <laughs> Bye. All right. Bye bye. Hmm. Well, I hope today's episode inspired you encouraged you and of course made you feel tingly inside (laughs) i just want to take a moment to tell you how much i appreciate the time that you spend and how i really deeply appreciate you listening i do it for you guys the audience and i love and adore you guys so quick loving reminder i am not available for naked pictures getting married having sex or having anybody's babies And when you want to spend more time with me in a professional capacity as your coach, your teacher, your educator, your facilitator, um, you can reach me at GaiaMorissette.com. That's the gateway to all things Gaia. Now, if you're like, oh, I really wonder what's in the extended version. (laughs) Well, find out on Patreon. Come join my Patreon for not only the extended version of this episode, but also bonus content behind the scenes, all sorts of juicy, juicy stuff. I also lovingly invite you to follow me on Instagram, which the handle is my orgasmic life podcast, where you can leave feedback and comments. Also come join me on Facebook, my orgasmic life podcast, Facebook group. And I really want to hear from you. I want to know how this show affected you. Did you, what did you learn? Was it inspirational? Did you agree? Do you disagree? Um, you know, I want, I want to know because I'm a little bit of a voyeur. So I want to know what, how am I affecting you? <laughs>
So please, please, please come leave some comments. Now, if you're like, but I don't want everybody to know what I'm thinking, which is okay. Sometimes we need privacy and we need to be anonymous. So you would like that option? We have that. You can email my slutty assistant, Layla at GaiaMorissette.com. Okay, listeners, until next time, may your life be filled with sexy exploration and orgasmic pleasure. Bye-bye.